welcome to the LMA podcast featuring thought-provoking conversations with legal marketing and business experts. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, you are listening to the Strategies Live podcast where we look at subject matters and issues affecting legal marketers and the work that we do. My name is Maggie McDonald and I am a member of the communications team at the law firm Saul Ewing Arnstein and Lair, where I manage the firm's social media channels, write web content, and assist with a variety of PR needs. I'm a member of the LMA Strategies Committee, incoming co-chair of the Philadelphia Programming Committee, and current LMA Next Fellow at the Philadelphia Region. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by Kelly Anache, our firm's Chief Marketing Officer. Kelly has more than 15 years of varied legal experience working with a global AmLaw 100 firm and currently an AmLaw 200 law firm. As CMO, Kelly works directly with the firm's managing and executive partners to develop and implement the firm's strategy for client growth and development and drives the strategic direction of all functional areas within the marketing department. Hi, everyone. A warm welcome to those of you who are tuning in to Strategy Live for the first time. This podcast series coincides with the subject matter that's featured inside each issue of Strategies Magazine. The November-December issue, which will arrive in mailboxes soon, is all about new opportunities to think about for the year ahead, from new job titles shaping the future of law to rethinking firm retreats and accessing the client voice. In today's conversation, we will talk about the importance of collaboration across departments and facilitating relationships within the law firm. As I know from working with Kelly, our esteemed guest has quite the breadth of experience in this topic. So with that, Kelly, please tell us a little bit about your experience collaborating across departments and why you believe it is of fundamental importance. Sure, I'm actually really excited to talk about this topic. I think understanding various departments and working collaboratively across functional lines has been so important to me in my career. Um, First, just personally, um, as a CMO, I think it's really the understanding of law firm business beyond marketing that helped me secure my position. I've Up until now, I've held a broad range of positions within law firm management that have really given me the opportunity to work closely with all functional areas. I think in particular, my role as litigation department director on the practice management side of my prior firm really helped me grow skills in financial reporting, practice and department budgeting, project management, and attorney utilization. And all of these areas really did help me further my career in marketing. More than anything, they helped me understand how law firms run. And this knowledge has been really invaluable to me as a legal marketer. I think beyond my personal background, I work very closely with IT, finance, recruiting, and HR in my current role, as do most of my marketing team members. And I believe it's fundamental for marketing professionals who are responsible for growing the firm's business and brand to understand the broader firm strategy across all of these functional areas. That's great. Could you share some specific examples? Sure. I think one example that really leaps to mind is just the use of firm data to grow business. In order to increase firm business, you really do need to understand existing business and not just the general productivity or utilization of attorneys, but ongoing trends in your client base, like which industry sectors are you primarily supporting? What services are you providing these industries? Has your firm revenue from particular industry segments been increasing, decreasing, uh, et cetera. And all of these areas are not necessarily areas that finance would produce for attorneys. So I think it's critical that your finance team understands your marketing team's data goals and can help point you to the correct data points to evaluate such trends. 
Um, I think it's also key for your IT or business intelligence group to help you develop or purchase tools that will enable you to effectively collect necessary data and analyze it. So I think it's that trifecta of working with finance and working with IT that really enables you to get to effective data and effective analysis of that data to grow your business. These efforts can involve um, minor implementations, which, um, you know, what leaps to mind for me is the implementation of data fields in the client matter intake process. And while I'm referring to those as simple processes, they can often take a lot of um, negotiation to really get additional data fields entered into your client matter intake process, because obviously it's a process that is really important that it goes off efficiently and that attorneys can open up new matters effectively. But for marketers, it's also crucial that we're collecting data at the outset of a new matter opening. And in order to achieve that, I think it's really important for IT and finance to understand the why. Why is this information important? And to really collaborate with marketing to ensure that we're getting this information needed. Um, once you identify and are collecting core data, I think it's really important to have an ability to analyze it. And again, that's where IT and business intelligence and finance really come into play. They need to really team with marketing to ensure that we have the correct reports or the correct platforms to analyze data. So that's one area I think that we as a team have mm -hmm. really recently uh, collaborated with marketing. Uh, sorry, we have recently collaborated with finance and with mm -hmm. IT. Um, I think another area we really often collaborate with is recruiting. And in that case, it's more so marketing helping recruiting rather than recruiting helping marketing per se. Mm -hmm. Um, in that case, I think that when recruiters are trying to uh, obtain new lateral candidates, it can be super competitive. And I think the more marketing can offer support in that instance in vetting candidates and in preparing materials for recruiting to share with candidates, and really once candidates are secured, helping integrate those candidates. I think that's a crucial interplay between recruiting and marketing. Yeah. So that was a lot of different areas of the law firm that you touched on, which is great. But for our listeners, can you share how you approach the task of fostering an environment of cross collaborations with all those different departments you mentioned and maybe even more? Sure. Um, quite frankly, it can be challenging. Mm -hmm. uh, oftentimes, I think law firm structures really perpetuate silos. And not only within sort of practice group and department structures for attorneys, but also within uh, departments for us professional staff. And it can be really difficult to navigate those silos, particularly if departments are led by tenured professionals who aren't accustomed to marketing asking for certain information. Uh, when marketing tries to broach that subject, it can also, it can often be viewed as a new request for them or a new ask and you're sort of changing their responsibilities or asking more of them. And it can be met with resistance. So I think that can be really difficult to navigate. Um, I know personally in my career, I've uh, often tried to create a dialogue or a partnership with folks in other departments, and it's often seen as a marketing request. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the nomenclature is concerning because it shouldn't be viewed as marketing is asking me for something and I'm going to provide it. It should really be viewed as a team effort and how can we work together to ensure that either the client need is being met or 
information is being provided that it will allow for business development strategy. Think whenever it's viewed as a simple request, that's not a productive approach and it doesn't really foster a true collaboration. That's a good point. And just building off talking about the silos that exist within firms already, um, can you tell us a few ways you've overcome this? Sure. Um, the three ways I think that come to mind um, that have helped me most in navigating these sort of cross-functional relationships is one, really building friendships with folks who lead other departments. In my case, it's my peers who are leading those departments, but I think pertaining to anybody in marketing, you should really look to build relationships or ideally friendships with your peers in those other departments. I think it's really critical that colleagues see each other as more than just requesters and request fillers. Mm -hmm. um, I personally try to have lunch with my peers whenever I can, but I think um, more importantly, simply just humanizing your meetings with your colleagues is crucial, meaning don't just come in and simply ask for your objective. Really try to get to know each other, understand each other's workload, and work together on things. Um, I have also challenged my team, as Maggie knows, to go out and have lunch with someone with whom they work day to day, but only via email or phone, because I think that's all too common. And I think just that in-person sit down with someone from another department can really forge a relationship and start to allow you to see each other as teammates rather than as counterparts in different departments. So that's number one. I think two is crucial to enlist leadership's help. Uh, in cross-functional goal setting. Depending on your firm structure, in our case, it would be our managing partner or our chief operating officer. But I think if you can get those type of leaders to really bring together senior staff on some reoccurring basis, that can be invaluable. Uh, but I would say when you get together, it's crucial that you're not just talking about your own individual workloads. If everybody's going around the table and sort of just reporting on their day-to-day, -day, that's not really creating any kind of shared goals. It's so crucial that in those meetings, you really talk about common goals and um, really look for ways that you can team up to achieve your efforts. And then finally, I think it's a lot about just communication and the way you phrase things. So I would really advise people to steer clear of using terminology again like marketing request. Mm -hmm. I think the more you can say we need this for a client or we need this for a strategic initiative and the more you can create a shared role for your counterpart in um, producing the results, the better. So you might work together with somebody and allow them to disseminate the final work product or you might ask them to report on progress in a meeting. Mm -hmm. So that way you're really seen as counterparts in the effort. And again, they're not just being viewed as behind the scenes fulfillers for marketing. That's a good point. Um, what is the general response you've received when you go about this approach with your colleagues? Do you have any anecdotes you could share? Um, I think for the most part, it's been successful. Mm -hmm. um, I think I've made a lot of strides, you know, in this firm, I think as a marketer, I was probably one of the first to really work in this way across mm -hmm. functional areas. So at first, of course, I created a little confusion um, in requesting things that others may not have had roles in historically. So you have to be patient. 
uh, you have to, again, really ensure that you're not out of the gate being overly aggressive or demanding. And I think, again, if you prioritize that friendship relationship mm -hmm. building, people will not only understand where you're coming from, but actually enjoy being part of the business goal accomplishments. So for the most part, it has been successful. I think there are always going to be folks who don't necessarily understand that big picture and can present challenges. And um, the only thing I can suggest is a working around them or b when necessary having the request come from a partner leader mm -hmm. or some other uh, role within the firm so that you're not constantly hitting that brick wall good points um have you noticed any recent developments in the industry that you believe heighten the underlying need for more internal cohesion as we've been talking about yeah i think there have been several actually. And I think cross functional area collaboration is becoming more and more critical as law firms begin to operate more and more like businesses and really struggle to differentiate themselves. Um, so some of the trends I would mention would be, of course, our reliance on data in today's environment. Again, kind of as we talked through earlier, I think that this primarily implicates IT and finance working together with marketing to really evaluate data and improve reporting and analytics. But you know, one area that people don't often think about is HR's role in data usage. Um, HR really are the gatekeepers to all new attorneys who join firms and they collect really invaluable information. So it's crucial that marketing has a dialogue with HR and can really let them know what information are clients often asking us for about our attorneys that HR might be helpful in collecting? Some examples might be diversity status, veteran status, foreign language skills, uh, prior industry experience or experience as an in-house counsel member. So these are just a few attributes that HR really um, can most effectively gather and manage if they know it's important to clients. So again, I think that dialogue is really key. Um, another area, of course, that we all struggle with is the pricing, budget management, project management piece of RFPs. I think that more um, today than ever, clients really want predictable budgets. They want to know that you can um, monthly show them how their budget is trending um, and what project management skills are you employing to make sure that we stick to the budget and that our attorneys are operating efficiently. So I think there's a critical dialogue that needs to happen between pricing and finance and marketing folks and that a real partnership needs to occur to ensure that those uh, variables are accounted for uh, in all the opportunities that you respond to. Uh, another area I think is marketing operations. Just even really in the last five years, there's been such a growth in the availability of marketing tools that either allow you to assess data, um, do more effective client research, gather uh, competitive intelligence, um, use interaction or some type of CRM system in a more robust way. So I think as those tools really increase and as more vendors become available in this space, it's really crucial that our marketing operations folks have relationships with IT um, because oftentimes marketing operations 
functional areas are pretty lean and they really need the help of developers or IT folks to implement and to ensure that uh, systems really work cohesively throughout the firm. And I think finally that just the simple trend of recruiting becoming more and more competitive as everybody uh, seeks out those great lateral candidates. So I think that as recruiting becomes more competitive, it really does require a seamless relationship between recruiting and marketing to attract those folks and to, of course, integrate them and ensure they're successful. Definitely. And that was a great takeaway you hit on about how you can look at your da data and talk to your peers about what it means for their group as opposed to just as like a marketing request like you were talking about. Yeah, I think that's so important that people really understand the why. Mm -hmm. I think we often skip past that and we just tell folks what we need without them really understanding our objectives. And really, they're the experts in their space. So the more they understand the why, the more helpful they can be for you. Mm -hmm. Is there any way you help your team kind of disseminate down like what the why is so that people at all levels are getting to experience this type of collaboration? Yeah, I think that's a really good question. Um, for me personally, I think it's so important that at the outset of each year, the team knows your strategic objectives and that not only do they, do they know them, but they've had a role in helping set them mm -hmm. because everybody within a marketing team really has their own set of expertise from new joiners who bring fresh ideas all the way through to the most experienced people that thoroughly understand the firm. So I think number one is really having marketers play a role as a team in setting strategy and then ensuring that throughout the year you revisit that strategy and talk about objectives so that they say they stay fresh in everybody's mind and i think that really enables all the players to competently speak to their peers about objectives and goals and answer that why question yeah that's great and i know it makes the work more gratifying when everyone knows like what you're working towards. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think that too often because we are super busy within marketing and within law firms in general, we do skip that part and kind of just get to the day-to-day -day churn. And I just think it's really important to constantly remind ourselves why is this important or is what we are doing important and worthwhile True. or should we reset objectives? So I think Visiting the why and understanding the why is crucial to everyone's success. Mm -hmm. So conversely, is there a common error you see in the industry when it comes to this type of collaboration? Yeah, I think that um, number one, people just don't fully communicate with their colleagues um, about their roles and try to understand their colleagues' roles. I think it just really comes down to communication and understanding. And those themes really generate a lot of challenges. Um, one, I think that oftentimes there's just um, a lack of a universal understanding of how all departments should work together. Um, again, I think so often departments are siloed and they're working towards their goals and they have a heavy volume. So I think we miss the part about letting individuals know that part of their job expectation is cross-collaboration. And I think that's crucial to put in everybody's job description. 
I think it should be communicated throughout their tenure and it should really be viewed as an essential function of your role rather than a, as sort of a burden that another department asked you for something that day. So I think that's a common mistake that we don't focus more on cross collaboration in people's job definition and just in our day to day communication. Um, I also think that uh, there's sort of a common challenge with the way people respond to requests cross department too often I think because you just are hurried and you want to accomplish the goal at hand that people become uh, order takers essentially and that's really the wrong posture to be in when being asked for something cross-functional line and the reason for that is primarily because you're the expert in that area so whomever is asking you for something is coming from a standpoint of not necessarily having the experience or expertise that you do so what they are asking for may in fact not even be the right thing it might not be the thing that gets them to their end goal so i think it's crucial for those recipients of request to really listen and ask probing questions so that they really understand what's being asked for and they can then recommend the best approach uh, rather than just fulfilling because i think when you just directly fulfill, you often produce something that's not valuable and then you get the follow-up request and the follow-up request until you finally get at what's needed. So I think it is really important for people to probe a little, ask questions, and really just think about what's being asked for and offer that expertise and guide people through their request. Um, I think bigger picture, um, I think bigger picture, there's often projects that are handled in a department in, in a silo. So that's personally a big frustration for me that a department might set a goal for themselves and work towards a project in a silo. And that project really could have benefited a multitude of departments if done in a slightly different way. Mm -hmm. Or even worse, that project might be redundant to another project that is occurring in another department. So I think that that's a common mistake, that departments should not function um, with blinders. And they really should think about when pursuing a project, how could this possibly benefit my colleagues? Could this information that we're going to be generating through this project benefit others, et cetera? and have those conversations at the outset, even if it means a single meeting with your counterparts and other departments to convey the project and let them know what the objectives are and give them a forum for weighing in. Oftentimes then the project becomes 10 times more effective and we cut down on costs because you don't have other departments pursuing similar things that are essentially redundant. Yeah, that's a good one. And I know, like we were talking about earlier, having those strategies in place and being communicated to the department, that kind of helps everyone understand when they should bring others in. Looking to the future, um, in what ways do you see emerging and future trends like machine learning, AI, and big data impacting the importance of cross-functional collaboration? Um, well, I think we hit on this a little bit, but again, I just think as AI and technology increase and data becomes more important, it's just really crucial for, again, marketing, IT, HR, et cetera, to 
work across functional lines to really get your arms around these trends. I mean, big data impacts us all and it can be really unwieldy. So I think it's just crucial that we're all teaming together. We're really understanding how data is valuable for each uh, objective within each department and that we're sharing information across the board. Right. Could you tell us about a time that a cross-department relationship benefited a project or scenario you were faced with? Um, sure. I think that um, I think that we kind of hit on this, so I don't want to be too redundant, but we more specifically are working on developing reporting and analytics through a tool called Click. And really we pursued Click because the financial reports that were being produced at the firm were very attorney facing. And so we knew we needed something that was more geared toward business development analytics. And it was a little bit of a hurdle to achieve this because our finance department was, of course, prioritizing the need for reporting for our attorneys um, and developing that was a big undertaking. Um, so we knew that we'd either have to wait or we'd have to kind of do something different to get to our goals. Um, but we didn't want to do that in a silo. So we talked to finance and we worked with IT predominantly to really sort of borrow financial data and run it through our systems to create dynamic reports that we can really look at client trends. So in that instance, finance was really useful in letting us know what data points to pull in. And IT has been really useful in one, identifying Click as the tool we should employ, um, as well as really making sure that we had a vendor who sort of served as a data analyst to help pull that data in in correct, useful ways. So it really was that triangle, again, that we keep reiterating of IT, finance, and marketing teaming to achieve this goal. For sure. Very nice to hear. So to wrap up our podcast today, could you share one actionable tip for our listeners to implement today into their day-to-day -to, -day to foster a more collaborative work environment? Yeah, I think that the best thing you can do is really forge relationships across department lines. So with that in mind, I would recommend thinking about somebody who, again, you work with day to day, but you'd like to develop that relationship and you think there's possibly a project that you could team with either currently or in the future and start to forge that relationship and talk about that goal. I think even over lunch or coffee, et cetera, that you can take the time to not only get to know that person, but talk about goals and hear their goals and sort of find those synergies and get energized around a common goal that you could both pull your experience into and work towards. So I think that's the most pragmatic thing you can do. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Kelly. I know this has been a very informative conversation for me, and I know our listeners will feel the same. So please be sure to read the November-December issue of Strategies. You can also check out other Strategies podcasts and the Strategies Plus blog on a variety of topics related to legal marketing at legalmarketing.org. Thank you for joining us today. Till next time. That concludes another installment of the LMA podcast. To discover all that LMA has to offer, visit LegalMarketing.org. For links to content featured in this episode, please check out the show notes. If you like the podcast and want to help others find us, we hope you'll take the time to subscribe to it and rate us on iTunes. Thank you and have a great day.